We're up to Simon Ein Gimel, which talks about the halachas of when one is going to bed with his wife or has a other child in bed with them, and they want to say Kriyashma. Now we have to keep in mind that back then in the olden days, people went to sleep unclothed, totally undressed, and therefore these, we'll see as we get through these halachas may be a little bit different than today, not because the halacha has changed, but because the Matthias has changed. So Sifal says, Two of you will sleeping together on the one blanket. And their bodies were touching each other. So they can't say Kriyishma. That at least from below their waist and downwards, they have to have a, a cloth, a material, a blanket, something that's separating their two bodies, that their two bodies shouldn't be up, one directly up against the other, totally undressed. So the Mishmur Sif Kanal says, Neigim touching, Nakat Neigim, we say touching, Mishmur Dal is also liquorized, then it's also to read, Sushma, Bloyaf Sakas Talas, without a cloth in between. I feel Mirza Lahachzib Pneim Zelza, even if one will not look at each other. But in Him Sheikh, Him Ponim Lahadi Ponim, if they're facing one another, also liquorized, it's forbidden to say, Shma, Bloyaf Sakas Talas, I feel Him Ainam Neigim. But Lamaise, if they're letting in bed together, right, and they're beneath one blanket together, and they're totally undressed, even if their bodies are not up against each other, and they're not touching each other, it's still prohibited, if they're facing each other, to say, Kriyashma. Kol sheikhum mikeir vechel chaveri, if they're close to each other. Sivkat and beiz, la yikro, shama yavil dehir. Why can't you say Kriyashma? Because it might come to hirhurim, the, the thoughts of, um, sexual thoughts. Ve'inehem, va'az afilu p'nehem zelazeh mutter. Right, if there is a blanket between the two of them, then it's permissible even if they're facing each other to shuv the other day here because then we're not worried about here we're worried about the, you know, the body being aroused you know, when it's unclothed and uh, the two bodies can come in contact even if they're not physically touching but they're close ulamata and lower from like basically their waist area and above I feel we're not worried on the top of the body of that causing arousal in all these cases, one needs to take his head out. So in all these cases, one has to make sure that it, you know that they're on the one blanket together, but that his head is sticking out from the blanket so that his face, his eyes don't see the air of the second person. Or they're wrong. And as we'll see more in Siminai and Dalit, one also has to make sure that his heart, there's a separation between his heart and his erva. So he brings a machlaikis, and he's not machriya. He brings a machlaikis, what happens if a person who was not supposed to say Krishna was laying in a life and that he wasn't supposed to say Krishna, but the person said it anyway, is he yaitz of the or does he have to go back to repeat Krishna? Siv Beis. Im hayyashen im ishtay. The person is lying with his wife. Kairay bechazoras panam l'tzadach. He could say Krishna is facing the other direction. Afil b'loy hafsakas talas. So the Siv before was talking about you, you in bed with somebody else, presumably. Here now is saying, you, you're with your wife. So with your wife, as long as you're not facing her, so even though you're both totally undressed, then it's permitted to say Krishna even 
without having a talus between the two of you, we know each like a gufa, a person's wife is like his own guf, therefore we're not worried for her hurin. But the others who hold it even with wife, your wife, you shouldn't. And he says the best three machmir not to even with your wife. Like we said, like I explained before. But nevertheless, one shouldn't face her. The problem, the problem, you have to like your hura. Because if you're facing each other, then that will bring to arousal. What happens the man rolls over? So he's no longer facing the wife. But his wife is in the shares the way she was facing. So basically, she's facing his back. Even though her back, she's facing his back, the Kamakim whom with the liquorice, he could still say Shema. The Shuvlaki here for him, there's no arousal. But eventually, hey, sorry, no gaya bervasa. But he has to make sure that she's not so close to him that his body, that her body, you know, that they're touching each other. But Avlam Travayu would say him liquorice. If she also wants to say Kriyishma, she can't be facing him. She also has to turn around to the other direction. Now, if they're both facing opposite directions, then their bodies can be touching each other. If only he rolled over, so she's facing his back, then the Krishma can't be recited if their bodies are touching each other. So if Khan Vavsha Aiser, are those who answer in such a case, even with a wife? If they don't put a blanket between the two of them, so he said, according to the sheet, one should be very careful that if one's in bed with their wife, that they, that they make sure a, that if they want to say shema, they're saying amapel or something, they make sure that you know to pull a blanket between their two bodies. Siv Gimel. Im ha'yashin and banab. Some will see as children. Ba'idim kitanim when they're still young children. Muta licorice. Then it's permitted to say kriyishma. Bechazar has panim. Blayaf sarkas talas. As long as they're not facing the child, as long as they can say kriyishma even without a blanket pulled over. But if they're really adults, then they, you need to be mastered with a talus. And once again, the whole idea of a talus is the same thing as clothing. So today we're wearing pajamas, so this issue wouldn't be a problem. So if comes in of the according to this man, the Kula Alma, Amina the Kim the Gam, the Gaspa and Hashum Kagufai like a Hurim, not worried about her Hurim with your own children. But still face to face is awesome. Even face to face, very right. Okay, my Mordechai disagrees with his right. He says it's a machloekis, but my son Mechab and Ramah doesn't seem to argue that with your children, right? Um, it's permitted. But uh, so my Mordechai says that even those who hold that, you don't have to turn away from your child. But that would dafka be if the bodies are not touching each other. If the bodies are touching each other, that would still not be good. But Chazar is part of turn away. They should be facing each way opposite directions. Similar to the wife. If the son is facing the man, his father. His father is facing the other way. He has to be careful. They shouldn't be touching. Same thing we had before with the wife. If the children are children who are not your sons have the same halacha as 
other gedolim. Achim Mashu will come on. The kons will call on Shani will be up. So he says, if they're young children that they not they haven't reached puberty yet, right, and they're not considered right, so that then, as well since of Dal, that their erva is not considered an erva, and therefore you could even be make even say with very young children, even if it's not your own. Until what age they consider ketanim? Right, when you talk about your own children, Atinik Achiela Yud Beishanim. Atinik is Achiela Yud Alshanim. For a boy until 12, a girl until 11. Tafilu Hevishte Cyrus Mutter, even if they were two Cyrus, because we like, look, we've learned already in the past that if under that age we don't view that as real Shte Cyrus. Shuman Baalma. Ubishnas Yud Gimel Latinik, Yud Beis Latinik, is during the 12th, 13th year for a boy and during, during the 12th year for a girl. Im Hevishte Cyrus, if they already brought two Cyrus, also Blai Hefsik, it's also. Without a dove that's mafsik, we consider them like a dilem. So from 11 to 12 for a girl, and 12 to 13 to a boy, it depends if they have shtei sairis or not. Between from the age 13 for a boy and the age 12 for a girl, I feel loy hevi shtei sairis, even they didn't bring two sairis, that's also we consider them like they're full fledged dilem. So he says, if kanyud. Once, you know, Mishnah Gimel means once the beginning of the 13th year, basically, once you've turned 12. Saying as soon as you turn 13, you don't need 13 year old on a day. So if a young even a person is born on the end of the first day of Tishrei, and really, the night, even though he was born at the end of Rosh Hashanah, the end of the first Rosh Hashanah, as soon as Shkia on the night of Rosh Hashanah, we already consider you that, that you finish your years. Nishlam Ayud Gimel Shalom Nasik, we already consider a God. Right? Today, when someone's bar mitzvah, we don't say, you know, what time of the day were you born. Right? As soon as Shkia comes, we already see you on that day doing bar mitzvah. The Chenazin bar mitzvah says, If you can't get out, and maybe you stay serious. I am going to run with Masha Pazaka to Bavanazar, also Mishigia's Manazar, I feel like you stay serious. He brings down the Magna Rome, brings down some others who hold it. No, that once the girl's in her 12th in, in her twelfth year, between 11 and 12, and a boy is between 12 and 13, even if he didn't bring Shtay Cyrus, it's also. Begama feel like Krishma, Surim, Lishan, Biachat, Arum, and Bekir Bas, Mishigia's Manazar. This is Dinim and Avanazar that talk about that once these ages are reached. She's 11 for a girl, 12 for a boy. One should never sleep totally unclothed, even if it's their own children. And this is a separate dinner, nothing to do with Kriyashma, it brings, but a person should be makbid and sleeps with his children that everybody's wearing clothing. Stop over here.